Welcome to One Track Minds, where we pick a song to discuss in the context of the band and the album each week in the genre of post-hardcore and emo and punk. And today we are back again. <laughs> this yeah. is me, I am Matt, and this is Devin. Hello. How's it going, Devin, Matt? how are you doing today? Oh my I'm god. This is, we, we have nothing to talk about. We're both going for the small talk right away. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just got, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, what happened? Well, I just got back uh, a couple days ago from the Fall Out Boy concert. How was that? It was great. It was great. We had a really good time. I've never seen Fall Out Boy live. Have you? No, no, yeah, I, I really liked it. I thought it was a great first concert for my eight year old son. Uh, lots of fireworks, like lots, lots of stuff going on. They they kept it exciting. There was a giant dog. Um, they keep it fun. I think they're like a perfect introductory band to the world of music that I love. So like um, this dog can just like a real dog or an inflatable dog? No, it's like a giant, like a huge giant dog. Just like a, like a, I don't know if it's like paper mache. Okay. But like a giant, giant dog that just comes out and is kind of just there. Oh, it's for no, (laughs) no, for no apparent reason, which I love. I love stuff like that. Um, The only thing I've seen like that, similar to that, is when I saw Blink-182, Blink-182, and I'm pretty sure Travis's drum set like lifted off the ground. Yeah. He was like in the air. Mm -hmm. That was probably the most theatrical thing I've ever seen at a live show. They definitely do stuff like that. I do feel like Pete, I mean, I've read interviews where Patrick said Pete like will just set stuff up like that and Patrick kind of just shows up and all of a sudden he's floating in the air and he had nothing to do with it. It's just like Pete has all these like weird ideas and then he implements them, which I think is, you know, fun. All right. Well, that's cool. So um, thanks for uh, listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Uh... (laughs) Yeah. What about you? What have you been up to? Nothing. It's really hot in this room that I'm in. Uh, central air only comes out of a tiny vent under a under a uh, dresser. So uh, that's that's what I've been up to. I like the idea of doing small talk before we jump into the band. <laughs> I, hate I hate it. You hate it. I know you hate it. Don't, don't you get why. enough of this? Like, we you have similar jobs that I've had in the past, and like, ugh, that's exhausting to pretend to care about stuff. It it is it is a, like easily my favorite thing about the job, but it's okay. <laughs> we'll we'll move on. We'll keep we'll get into the song, and uh, the band. Uh, so the the song that I chose last week was uh, "The Coast" by Pup. Canadian cold, Canadian cheer. I couldn't spend another winter up here. Um, a Canadian band from Toronto, Ontario, that formed in 2010. Um, are you, do you have any experience with Pup? Do you know the band Pup? Um, no, not really. I knew that they were a band and I've known some people like them, some friends of mine, and I've never really, uh, heard it. Probably I have heard the one song, uh, DVP, I think in the past would have come on Spotify quite a bit. Um, so this was my first time listening to this album, uh, The Dream Is Over, I believe it's called. And um, yeah, it's it's pretty good. I don't know. You weren't 
weren't that crazy about it. Is that what you're saying? I wasn't crazy about most of it, although I did like the song you selected, which was? The Coast. I selected, but okay, well, first of all, quickly, uh, PUP uh, stands for Pathetic Use of Potential, which makes the band name worse, in my opinion. <laughs> I actually did not know that until I started doing the research for the show, and I was like, oh, yeah. I'm, it makes me like the, the band less. Um, I would not have known that, didn't know that, didn't do that much research, so <laughs> I don't like that. I don't think it needs to stand for anything. It already is a word, so yeah. It's just yeah, it's a word. Uh originally it's a cool the band, band name, yeah, pup. Yeah. I don't mind it. Uh yeah. but orig- the original name I actually liked a little bit more. Uh the original name of the band was Topanga. Yeah. From Boy Meets World, which was one of my favorite shows uh, growing up as a kid. Uh, apparently, it was their first middle school crush, which, again, I have to question them as humans at that point. I really dislike Topanga. I'm pretty sure I, I have vivid memories of being more um, drawn to Sean than Topanga. Sure. I was <laughs> I was certainly drawn to Sean. And, 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 and like, uh, you know, like, in my... I mean, who knows how these things work, but like, but like for me, it was more like, I thought I was like, I wanted to be like Sean. I, I, you know, I thought he was cool, but probably just loved Sean more than, more than. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, that's a cool name too. I remember always wanting, if I was a DJ, I was going to be DJ Tanner, but I think that that's actually been done like a thousand times. Yeah. Callbacks to 90s TV shows. From Full House. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, Kimmy Gibbler. I swear that Kimmy me- Gibbler is a good one. That's a good name. I think a friend and I made a hardcore band or like grindcore band that was like two songs, and, and I think we called it Kimmy Gibbler. <laughs> I was going to say something bad, but I, I can't say it. We have a family show. so Yeah. There's something yeah. that we, we came up with a version of the name that was um, not appropriate for this show, and oh, it, was, well, it was very yeah, funny. We'll I'll, tell you, I'll tell you off the air. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love it. I uh, can't wait to find out. Um, they ended up changing the name of the band because of the spinoff, uh, which I have not seen. And I can only imagine. When did that the come horrors. out? The uh, horrors. I believe in 20, around 2013, because that's when they changed their band name. That's okay. Here's perfect. This is like kind of going back to my lost naming a song in 2006 after loss it's like they changed it because you can't have a, a current relevant cultural reference in your name it just feels it feels weird it's not good yeah it doesn't but feel i like also think smart. i'm wondering i'm wondering if like the show came out and the show was amazing maybe they would have kept it no but they i don't think so because like isn't that i don't know there there was something there's something cool about the name topanga i think that's a great name Topanga is a good name for a band. Um, but less cool so if it's a current running show. Topeka? Yeah, Topeka, Kansas. I don't know. Anyway, but I think it's more just because the word is kind of cool. It stands on its own. Um, Pup is also a great name for a band. and it's, it's I love it. And like you said, made a lot worse by being an anagram. Anagram? They, no, uh, not anagram. What am I looking for? Abbreviation? Um, no. Anagram. Anagram. Right. It is a word. Yeah. All right. So April 16th, 2013, they changed their name to Pup. They toured with Modern Baseball in 2015, who I saw in 2016. And I was like, oh, did I see Pup? I did not. Um, Modern Baseball seems to be 
uh, a central uh, character in a lot of the bands we talk about. Like they, I don't know, they have a big broad connection for a uh, relatively short-lived band. Yeah, they flamed out, unfortunately, for mental health reasons, which is understandable. I'm not too familiar with what happened to Otter Baseball, but pretty good band. Um, The Pup, though, yeah, so this album in particular, um, I found it to be another case of um, two very distinct kind types of songs on one album, and then one that I was slightly more drawn to, which would be like more melodic and poppy, and then there's this other song type that kind of creeps up that's like trying to be a little bit more hard rock maybe it thinks it's kind of punk ish but um i think the coast that song is is probably stands on its own um doesn't fit into either of the two categories i think and it's fairly good uh why did you pick that song there are a few reasons why i picked it number one Canadian cold, Canadian cheer. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is our our Canadian month, and we're like spilling into July, spilling into uh, sorry, spilling into August. to August because yeah. next week we're going to be doing one more. But we're uh, picking but... the last Canadian band still in July, so we're I think I think we meet the criteria. We're in the clear. Yeah. Uh, so I picked it for that reason. I also picked it because I know I I figured like the imagery might be uh, might be appealing to you as somebody who likes horror and Mm -hmm. uh and and uh you love murder i know i know you're a big murder fan (laughs) so i just murder i I mean i guess i like horror yeah horror yeah and there's like a horror element no definitely uh, yeah yeah i would talk like that's what i like the most about it i thought that it was uh the entire song was setting a scene uh it had it touched on some things that i really i'm currently very into musically like um, like it's, it's an, it's a, not a, a diary type song. It's, it's very objective and storytelly. Uh, it sets like an atmosphere. Um, and, uh, it kind of tells a story and it's, that's exactly kind of what I've looked for right now. So I thought it was, but great. it is, it is an outlier. It is an outlier is an in the outlier, record, which yeah. is, which is very, uh, which is very diaristic, very, yeah. uh, like you said, storytelling and very much about like, uh, you know, whatever he's going through in that, in that moment. It seems like, uh, I didn't really sit with the, with the rest of the album too much. Like, I think I listened to it all the way through once and then I jumped back and forth a few times to some of the songs that I, I liked a little bit more. Uh, I'll pull up a track list while you talk here, but cause I can't remember the names, but, um, my lights went out, by the way. Uh, so about ten minutes into this podcast, you'll just see like me in a dark room. Okay. Why did your lights go? Out? I don't know. There's something going on with my with my. I have a ring light. <laughs> How dark for, is it? It's 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 like light enough for you to see me. Oh. Okay. Second album by Pop. Okay. Um. Yeah. So DVP, I think, is an okay song. Uh, the coast, I think, is a outlier. Probably would fit into the category of a very good song um i think there was one that was like oh these titles are not resonating with the actual uh songs at the moment i can't quite remember but familiar patterns maybe i'm not too sure which one it was the other ones i liked sleep in the heat i don't even remember but apparently it was quite uh it had some celebrity backing was it a music video or something oh i'm not with sure finn wolfhart Ooh. Finn I, Wolfhart. I'm not familiar. 
the uh, the actor from Stranger Things is in some way oh, no associated way. with this band. Uh, what? Wh- who does he play in uh, Stranger Things? Like the tall kid. Um, I don't. I'm not. Uh, I think he's like, if I remember correctly, like he's in the indie scene. Like he's in an indie band. Like I, I remember hearing something about uh the like an actor from stranger things being um an indie artist yeah i think he is and it looks like he's been in a few of their music videos and then if you google it uh he's the actor starred in the okay so before he was a famous actor he was in the the 2014 guilt trip music video for the band pop and then he reappeared in the sleep in the heat music video and then apparently in 2016, there's a video of him on uh, CBC praising the band and the album. So that's a lot of when I they're, was Googling the band, that's kind of like a lot of that came up. So I, I don't know. They're a very like beloved band by people that aren't typically fans of pop, pop punk or punk rock or however you want to kind of. That's one of the problems. I don't know them. how I would describe that. I don't think that they fit neatly. That makes sense because it's it does kind of like. I don't know. It's like um, it's more adjacent to, in my opinion, to like rock music as a general category of of music. So, um, but then they're playing with bands like Modern Baseball. So like sure. I like I think they see themselves as like a punk band. Yeah, light punk. I think maybe is what I would categorize it as. It's it's like rockish punk. Yeah, but. Um, I don't know. Categories are hard sometimes. <laughs> the the out al- the name of the album, by the way, is "The Dream Is Over," which is a direct quote from uh, the singer's doctor uh, after he damaged his vocal cords from screaming. When was that? Uh, well, I can only imagine it would be around 2015. Album was released in 2016. But how how did they made how did they continue? I'm not sure. Like I, I feel like it might be like a Blake. What's it, Blake Schwartzenbach situation? Did you, did you ever uh, hear like how he, uh, how he dealt with that? Uh, he had to completely change the way he sang, which is why "Dear You" sounds different than the previous two records, and why there was such a backlash against him, even though he was doing it to save his, to save his career and to save his voice. Uh, but that's why his singing changes between like after dear you okay um yeah i did not know that i i think that um the dude from alexis on fire had a similar thing where he uh he had damage done so it's not easy to scream like six nights a week i guess i don't think but there are some people that can just do that can just keep doing it like Mm -hmm. i don't know i assume there's proper ways to do it I uh, I wouldn't know. I had a very short-lived career as a screamo <laughs> artist. Yeah. Well, I, I did uh, it for a few years, and I'm I never had any issues. So no issues. Okay. A little bit of hearing issues from standing really close to our amps, but that's about it. I have like a I have severe hearing issues. Hmm. I wonder why yours would like, be worse. Like I have like ringing in my ears. You have ringing in your ears? No, just some. Stuff needs to get turned up a little bit. Um, yeah. But we used to play in a basement with like 
four stacks and just like it was a tiny room with no earplugs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um like none of what we did as children and as teenagers was probably good for our health. In early early 20s, it wasn't until like I hit 25 that I realized my mortality and started to work <laughs> on stuff like that. Um yeah, well I always uh, oops, I opened a program. You were always aware of that? Um no. I that I didn't care about. I was like, oh, it, that's cool to like listen to really loud stuff. Um, but I never smoke and stuff like that. So no, no, no. I I I never I never. Smoked. I was at least but aware I, of that. <laughs> but that's more so like I just don't get the point. Like I I'm I'm like all about like what is the the risk and what is the reward. If the reward is greater than the risk, then I'll do it. Yes, man. We are tangent tangential today yeah yeah i don't know i don't know what else to say about the coast uh well you picked it for me oh 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 let me tell you let me tell you why i another reason why i picked this band okay back on track i i do see pup as a direct descendant of that monine scene like i i see them as being uh birthed from that scene like i i like i see i see the connection i can see the 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 connective tissue between Mm -hmm. pup and monine and you know all all of those bands that we grew up listening to that 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 were like kind of like orbiting us as we were growing up so Mm -hmm. um that was sort of the reason why I picked them because although, you know, they're not necessarily a band that I listen to a ton, I just identified them as coming from what I perceive to be like directly from that, from that scene. I think that they are very well liked, like in Toronto, like everybody I know who has mentioned them or recommended them to me are like live in Toronto. So it's probably, maybe they are just like amazing live and it's like, you need to, uh, like have the entire experience, but just as like a one-off album, as like comparing it to other albums I could listen to at any point in my life. Um, I didn't love it. I didn't. I I certainly didn't hate it, but it didn't grab me. I I don't know. Um, maybe it's I'm maybe I'm the problem. But uh, I do think, yeah. and and this is like, you are the problem certainly. <laughs> but 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 this is something that uh, it. Like it may be unique to like Canada, where like uh, a band will become like almost mainstream uh, in Canada uh, because they're Canadian. And I don't know if it's like uh, Canadian content being pushed, but that just seems like less less likely now uh, with the internet than it did back when I was growing up watching much music. Like I'm more likely to know who the killjoys are when nobody knew who the killjoys were except for canadians or like treble charger or you know any of those like bands that at least for me were huge uh like uh i don't know gob yeah yeah well though yeah i mean yeah i i like like i thought gob was like uh like a like a phenomenon um in terms (laughs) of they were were fairly popular but but i i do think it's like it's blown way out of proportion I, cause like, and when we were kids, it's like, oh, like if they were interviewed by George Stromanopoulos, they're like, it, you can't get more famous than that. They made it. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. And like, that's that's it. So so like, I I it's just Canadian is is weird. But then there's some bands that are it's like they are exactly 
as big as they seem like bare naked ladies. I don't, there's like, there's no like weird, like Canadiana happening there. Uh, they're just like a very popular band, I believe. I still right. don't know though. Right. That's the thing. I can't be confident because I'm just not an American. Well, I think bare naked ladies, because they made it onto like a theme song of an extremely popular television show. I feel like I think they, they were bigger than, but like Alanis Morissette as well. Exactly. She's obviously broke, broke free. She, yeah. I mean, there's For just, sure, but weird. like, yeah, but, but this is a thing in England and Scotland and Quebec. It's like, they have their own insular kind of celebrities that, uh, we aren't even yeah aware of how famous they are. But anyways, that's another tangent. Yeah. That's and pretty I, much I, all I had for, I, I would add that that's like the ideal level of fame though. I think like you don't want to be more famous than that. I don't think like, I don't know. Like I, I think you specifically me for sure. But it's like it's like if you can just become very well known in Canada, I feel like that's perfect because like no one will want to kill you. I know, I know. Uh, I I agree. I agree. I think that uh, a certain level of fame it becomes completely undesirable. But once you're Drake, <laughs> once you're Drake, it's like yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. You can no longer live a normal life, at, like probably ever. Uh, and so, and maybe there's like, I'm sure that there are benefits to that, but I also think that it would, it would become very annoying to me. Um, like, I don't think I, like, I think Taylor Swift is going to have a hard time settling down. (laughs) Yeah. But you got enough money to go to wherever you want and close the doors forever. But, um, yeah. And you don't get that. Like there's like gob is never like, like you could pass the dude from gob on the street i would probably recognize him but like i just mean like you know a thousand times and like one person might recognize him um right. man soda by gob though that song i you love that gob. song do you know that song i was a big like off the top of my head uh i know i couldn't sing it to you but i know do you it no um man okay go back and l- this is not an official uh this is not an official one track minds pick but uh the song red by treble charger When's the last time you heard that bad boy? It's been a while. Okay, that song <laughs> but, is crazy good. But I I loved those bands and 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 really we were just being brainwashed by much music. But I but I really thought that um, they were great. Um, I think they, that's all. That's yeah, all I've got. Are, they kind of are great. Are they great? I think the tragically great? hip is like a good example of just like probably way bigger in Canada. And Sloan. Sloan. Yeah. Exactly. And they kind of break out a little bit, but it's like they never quite they never quite reach those levels of success. And then when they do, you stop kind of thinking of them as Canadians like like Drake. Like what what I didn't realize until I was doing I was Googling, like going back to that Blink-182 concert that I went to, uh, like the Bayfest concert. Uh, what I didn't realize is that the the a member of Sloan is the one who was a contributing member to starting Bayfest in Sarnia which was like this big music festival that we kind of all went to. And I think that they were kind of hoping for it to become, I'm assuming like a cool music festival. And then it devolved into something <laughs> terrible. Um, Yeah. Biff naked too. That's another one. Biff naked. I loved him. Yeah. 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 It, it, but like I put them in my mind, I put them on the same level as garbage, but I don't think that they were on the same level. <laughs> They're not. As garbage. No, definitely not. They are like, uh, I mean, like, I think not known by anybody except for, like, Canadians in t- 2002. 
and Veruca Salt. Veruca Salt's another one. Like I, I, I just think that these bands uh, made it into my psyche as as though they were famous, but they were not. And, so and that's is the that's how, and that's how they get you. Yeah. So Pup, Pup is kind is of in, is currently in enjoying that level of of, uh, of success. And and I I that's yeah. what I was saying when we were talking about Monine because like I didn't know. I had no idea if like even if you took the most diehard like if I freaking grabbed Anthony Fantano or whatever and was like, hey, do you know Monine? Like, I don't know. I don't know if he would say yes or no. I have no idea. I don't know, like, how far they, they've they reached. Um, there's a lot of bands like that that I just have no idea. Like, the, and we named them a thousand times here, but... Um, I have walked by the guy from Silverstein many times, and I have recognized him every time. My only story like that is that for some reason I was walking by a guitar shop in downtown Toronto and I saw the guy from the Pettit Project and I yelled oh, Pettit Project nice. to him and he went, hey, yeah. <laughs> and he was like really unimpressed. Oh. Um, I I did that with the with the the uh, the guy from Wolf Parade. But I but I, I walked up to him and I and I started talking to him and then and then I walked with him for several blocks. My 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 good celebrity encounter um, that fits into this discussion is that uh, I was on break at the GameStop in downtown Toronto where I worked, and David Bazan was on the street having a cigarette, oh! and I spoke with him. That's amazing. Yeah, and that was pretty cool. I have one more. I I was in a room alone with John K. Sampson. What when? But I couldn't say anything because I was too scared. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, I could go up to him and I could talk to this guy who is like my hero. Yeah. And and I just I couldn't do it because I I just got like that's the one time where like I can walk up to the guy from Wolf Parade and well, sure. and and walk with him for blocks. Yeah. But John K. Sampson is on another level in my mind, so I just I just I just let him be. I just I just wanted him to enjoy. What his, room? What room was this? His evening. Um, at the music gallery, which is a okay. church that I that I worked at, but oh, he yeah. was there to see his wife, uh, play a show. And he was waiting in the, um, uh, in this, in this room that I Is was. Is that a regret? There, like like you could have easily been like, Hey man, like I'm huge fan. I don't think so. Because, because, uh, as a general rule, when I open my mouth and I start talking to somebody like that, I say something stupid. So I think oh, okay. I'm quite, I'm quite happy. Like I, 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 I talked to Kevin Devine once and I made an absolute fool of myself. So I'm quite, I'm quite glad that I did not speak to John K. Sampson and he's forever preserved in my mind as a perfect human being. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure uh, he, he would love that. Um, All right. Yeah. yeah. We, we made good time. All right. Could a couple stories, couple discussions <laughs> about a band pop and then a thousand other bands. Um, yeah, so uh, we're gonna go uh, next week for discussion. The final, not the final Canadian band we'll pick for I'm so by excited. any means. I'm so excited. For, nah, yeah, yes. Um, we're gonna go to Vancouver. We've been we've been around Toronto. We've been Alberta. Now we're going, or not Alberta. We've been to uh, Manitoba, Propagandi. Now we're going to uh, Vancouver. Uh, I'm going to pick the song "Frisky Business" by Daggermouth off of uh 2007 turf wars so okay um enjoy that everybody listen to it and uh, come back next week hopefully for a discussion uh from me and matt 
Um, next week. Yeah, next yeah week, right. Yeah. I'm back on track. Like I'm back on track. I had I had a busy week and a half, and now I'm I'm good to go. Right. But uh, but what uh, what I wanted to mention to you as a possibility for next month. Um, after we do Ooh, this one, is this going to be another, is this a theme? <laughs> I was thinking maybe, I love could a theme. we, could we maybe we're a little bit further into the year than I would have liked. I kind of wanted to do it like the halfway point, but, um, could we potentially do like our favorite, uh, songs of the year, uh, so far? So I, I pick one, you pick one, I pick one, you pick one. So one month and we're doing songs that came out in 2023. In 2023. So we'll do like best of the year part one. And then at the end of the year, we could do best of the year part two kind of thing. Is that, that's right. kind of what you want. What do you think? What do you think? I love it. Any, I love the theme idea. Cause like it just helps kind of, I have a long list of, of stuff I want to pick. So like, right. I like, I like being challenged to like, um, go out and i also haven't listened to that much music this year in a sense like this podcast is huge for me like getting back into music which is i mean like very appreciated i i have been listening to a lot more music and and listening with a little bit more of like a critical ear than i ever would so um all right well we will see you all next week and hope you have a great week okay goodbye bye